G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine, Rise and shine. with Robbo and Becky on Vision. Taryn Wells. What up? It's so good to uh, to connect with you. And congratulations, new album on the way. We'll talk about that soon. But this is the first time we've had a chance to speak to you. So we'd like to sort of, you know, do a bit more of the big picture and uh, yeah. reflect back. Because I was actually just looking back. It was sort of 2017-ish that you sort of hit the scene. So you've been around for a few years. But, I mean, you've really done some amazing things in those few years. I mean, you've had – I was reading over a billion – global streams of your music so that's insane to think that you've achieved that in just five or so years yeah it's wild (laughs) every time someone says it i'm like uh let's check the numbers (laughs) (laughs) do you think maybe there's been a zero added that shouldn't be there of course not. we've done a little zhuzhing (laughs) (laughs) i love it i am so like grateful because uh not to sound like super churchy but like Every number there represents a story Mm. and a unique connection to a song, you know, and I could have never dreamed that people would care enough about the songs or that they would speak to people's lives in such a way that they would want to listen to them on repeat and put them on playlists and listen to them on the radio and request them. And it's mind blowing to me what God can do with something that you just surrender and let go of and are just yourself in. That's a great thing. I mean, how how much of that have you sort of discovered in the last few years? Like, I mean, did you kind of know that going into like your very first single or is that something that you've had to learn in this last few years as you've, I guess, become a part of the the Christian music scene? Well, I've I've had to learn a lot. (laughs) Um, I think that, you know, mostly I've just tried to figure out what my place is in it all. You know, I, I think God has just a unique space in a unique lane for me and to let go of the results. Like uh, there's that, you know, story in the Bible where the prophet tells all the people to dig ditches and it hasn't rained in that place mm. for a long time. There's nothing that they could do to create rain the only thing that was in their power to do is to dig ditches. And that's what I feel like every song is. It's just a trench that you're digging that hopefully God decides to open up the windows of heaven and pour something out on. And to know that, you know, that's going to happen for other people too. That's what I struggled with early on was watching the rain fall on other people's efforts and not necessarily mine. And realizing God has a time and a season and a space for me too, that there's not any less of God going around. It's mm. just about timing and about calling. So, yeah, that was a long answer to say, I'm just glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're sort of saying is that God's done the zhuzhing, is that yeah. that's right? <laughs> I love that. Yes. He has. He's a juge master. <laughs> now, you've toured with some amazing people, and we have um, a connection with uh, KSBJ in Texas. They come and do oh, some cool. stuff with us, and they were saying how that they 
were talking to you and doing some stuff with you and they one story that stayed with me was that you were touring with Lionel Richie and one of your prerequisites was that you got to share the gospel and I thought that is an amazing Christian artist right there. You get the opportunity to be on a huge stage, uh, warming up for Lionel Richie, but your your goal is to share the gospel at every show. Yeah. I, I It was funny because, you know, I was signed to a Christian label. And I think just because, you know, you don't see a lot of Christian artists on tour with Mariah Carey and Lionel Richie, <laughs> there was the natural question of, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Like, what are you, what songs are you going to sing? Are you going to sing your songs? And so one of the people at the label asked me what I was going to do. And I said, well, I think I'm just going to be myself. You know, I'm going to sing my songs. Like, I think what's interesting is sometimes people get into the room and then change mm. based on the room that they're in, not realizing God put them in the room yeah, for that's a certain a, yeah, purpose, for a reason, point. like who they are. Like, and I think for whatever reason, God wanted me in that space, in that time, singing my songs. And so that's what I did. And, you know, I always try to do what I do with some sauce and with some swag. <laughs> so it wasn't like we went in there and sang, how great is our God? I love you, Chris Tomlin. <laughs> Um, I, I, I did what I do. And so we played September by earth, wind and fire. And I played hills and valleys and I played God's not done with you and known in a song that I have. That's a bop called supernatural from my first album and danced and did spin moves and had fun and told my story. And I think it connected with people and that's what I really want to never lose sight of. And it gets more and more difficult. The, the further along you get and the more success you have, the more you feel maybe even false expectations of what people want you to be. Mm-hmm. Mm. And many times that's not it at all. So I'm just trying to be true to who God has called me to be and, and show that. up. So tell me, though, I mean, what was the connection for you actually to be asked to play? I mean, because that must be... I'm thinking more of a who you know than what you know scenario. Like, what was the oh, yeah. connection with someone saying, hey, would you come and open for Lionel Richie? Yeah, of course. Um, life moves at the speed of relationships. So every opportunity that's been uh, like God purposed in my life has been connected to a relationship. And uh, there's a guy who believed on me very early on. His name is John Huey um, from... CAA, which is a massive uh, agency. And he's been lifelong friends with Lionel's manager, Bruce Eskowitz. And John, from the very beginning, from the first time he saw me, he's like, you are Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. He's like, you're a young Michael. You can do it. Like you have this appeal to the general market audience, but the way that you share your faith is like real. And He just believed in me early on. And so he felt like this was an opportunity to uh, share what I was doing with Bruce. My album hadn't even uh, been released yet. The album Hills and Valleys. This was the day that the album came out was the first night of the tour. Wow. Yeah. So the only thing that was out was a video of me singing the song Hills and Valleys. And there was a list of a few artists that, were put in front of 
Lionel and he saw my video and heard my song and decided that I would be a, a good fit. That's so Unbelievable. good. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. God is good. I still can't believe that it happened. <laughs> I mean, I still call him Uncle L. Oh, I love he it. never <laughs> called me nephew. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, that's know, brilliant. From, I still claimed him. That's amazing. <laughs> well, you have had some amazing hits, some amazing hits from us down under. So tell us what we can expect with the new album. You know, I mean, it's a bit old for us, but my kids are bopping to one of your older songs, Millionaire. And I know Hills and Valleys yeah. was huge for us during COVID as a family. So, you yeah. know, um, what what can we expect with the new album? I know my, personally, my family's oh. very excited. Oh, we got drops. <laughs> hey. We got bops. <laughs> And we've got no flops, praise God. (laughs) I just, I think I was a little bit more introspective uh, on this album. I mean, I really do have songs that I'm excited about for different reasons because I just think this is the broad, my broadest effort. Okay. uh, Because I really wanted to bring my whole self into this album. I wanted to be able to talk about my questions. Mm. And just to ask questions, which, you know, that's a big part of my song that I've recently released from the album during the morning. The song is called Empty. And, you know, it's not a song that's probably going to get played a lot on Christian radio because it doesn't answer any questions. It just asks them. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's important that as believers, we have permission to feel we have permission to ask. Mm. We get to ask questions. I mean, Jesus on the cross asked the question, God, why have you forsaken me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he gets to ask questions, we get to ask questions. And uh, I think it's a healthy part of the journey because the questions always point to answers. Mm. And so there are songs like that. Um, there are songs that I'm really excited about that came from conversations that I've had with my wife and places that I need to grow as a husband uh, to be more empathetic and to listen um, and to bring my ears, (laughs) not my tools to fix everything (laughs) to our conversations. And it's a song called Afraid With You. And it's about the fact that I can't be one of the verses says, I can't be your peace. Um, but I'll stay beside you in the storm. I'll fight beside you in the war. Mm, I can't dry your tears, but I'll lay beside you and let my tears run into yours. Like, I'll just be with you Mm. in it um, and be afraid with you if you're afraid. And so there's just like real life dialogue and introspection happening on this album that I think is unique. Um, to my other work. And then I've got songs that I can't wait to sing at church, like um, Crazy About You. That mm. is a worship song. It's a reminder of God's love for us. And mm. Joy in the Morning is uh, just a beautiful centerpiece. So, yes, I'm I'm a little hype, and I could talk love about it. it for hours. No, it's amazing to hear what uh, is on the way for, yeah, for you. I mean, we've funny. loved what we've heard so far, but, yes, yeah, some great uh, little teasers there from uh, – what we can expect off the new album. Uh, so thanks so much for your yeah, time. It's been you. wonderful. I mean, you uh, is Winter Jam actually happening right now or have you just finished? Whereabouts is that? Because I know you've been on finished tour. It. We finished it, yeah. So I think we celebrate Easter at a different time than y'all, but 
we celebrated Easter a few weeks ago, and the tour wrapped up right before that. Okay. Yeah, it was no. 40 cities. Whoa. Uh, three months. It was heavy. Wow. But it yeah. was amazing. Good. That's incredible. I think we saw 27,000 people make decisions to oh, follow wow. Jesus. Oh, wow. Wow. That That's is amazing. amazing. Well, again, well, thank, thank you so much you for so your much. time. It's been great to connect with you, and uh, we do wish you all the very best for this album and I'm sure many more to come down the track. So appreciate your come time, Tori. see us down under one yes. day. I want to. I've been saying that <laughs> over and over. Send me to Australia. Right. Yeah. We will have so the I'm Tim excited. Tams waiting. Okay, I'm ready. I don't know what that is. Oh, you'll be fine. It. It's not Vegemite. It's okay. It's the yeah, nice stuff. It's chocolate. It's the nice stuff. Oh, okay, okay. Well, thank you <laughs> thank guys for you. having me on. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.